good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. I am Dr. Nick Myers. Today is July the 26th, 2022, and I hope everyone out there is doing what they can with all of the crazy temperatures and the famine and the wildfires. I hope everyone just makes it through. Seriously, Mother Nature is pissed at us. So in this weird transition right here, I just want to say thank you to everyone who joined the Facebook group and the Facebook page and joined me on Instagram. It really does mean a lot to me and those who listened to the previous few podcasts. I thank you so much. And just to let everyone know, if you are not already following me on Instagram and on Facebook, you can hop over to Twitter. Because I finally got my Twitter page back up and running again. And apparently it seems like Twitter hid my account. So it's like I only have like two or three followers over there. And that kind of sucks. Versus the 8,000 I have over on Instagram. But anyhow. Today, I want to talk to you about an article I found in Bloomberg of all places. Like Mike Bloomberg. Presidential candidate Mike Bloomberg and his news media outlets. And it happens to be an article on the Brazilian butt lift and the dangers that can come with it. So in this podcast, I will tell you the quick story of a young lady named Chelsea and some of her adventures in getting that procedure done. So let's talk about that today. To begin this podcast, let me say this. I get it. Everyone wants an ass nowadays. Everyone wants a booty doubt nowadays. Everyone wants some sort of butt. I get it. I can think back to the 80s when there were like legs of steel and abs of steel and buns of steel. But now it's like buns of steel 3.0 where everyone wants one and not everyone was born with one. So now they can go and purchase one. And the procedure to get that is called a Brazilian butt lift. Which brings us to Chelsea, who is 29 years old, and she lives outside of my hometown of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the United States. And since she was getting close to turning 30, so she went in for a quote-unquote mommy makeover. And soon after she had that done, she was in the emergency room with what looked like third-degree burns. The skin around her thighs had turned black, hardened, and blistered. The burning sensation was so intense, she was struggling to breathe. So I will come back to Chelsea's story in a little bit, but let's talk just a little bit more about the Brazilian butt lift. Since I found this article in Bloomberg, let's talk about money. So in 2020, there were more than 40,000 butt lifts performed in the United States with an average cost of around $5,000 per butt lift. Now, globally, including silicone implants, people spent over $1.5 billion on butt augmentations back in 2020, which is expected to grow to $6.6 billion in 2028. So in other words, it seems like but will be in favor for a little while longer. And at the same time, women are willing to pay for them cash 
because most of the time, these procedures are not covered by insurance. One of the main problems with this industry is that it is not regulated as tight as it probably should be. So for example, someone can go to school for, for about six months or so and then say that they are a certified plastic surgeon. In contrast to someone who is certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery, they require at least six years of specialized training, which goes back to the whole concept of poor technique. Because keep in mind, in many cases, when they do these butt lifts, they are pulling fat from one area of your body mainly your thighs, and then they're going to inject it into your butt. So something can go wrong when they withdraw the fat and when they inject the fat because the fat may not stay where it's supposed to be and it can move up into your lungs. And if it makes its way to your heart, you can have a heart attack. So you can be fit and fiddle and then you can literally almost just like drop dead. People need to think about these procedures in a different way while on the surface they may appear to be just like vanity projects like you know i'm gonna get my nails done i'm gonna get my hair done oh yeah i'm gonna get this butt injection technically that's almost surgery or it is surgery so let's take a second and look at this a different way if you go to someone who is quote unquote board certified they may not know the proper technique to do this procedure safely therefore you may risk infection at the site of withdrawal. You may also risk infection at the site of the injection. And then if they do the injection wrong, they can hit an artery or a vein in your butt. And then the fat may not stay where it's supposed to be, and it may move and migrate to other parts of your body. And just to be completely clear here, people are actually dying because of this procedure. I happen to mention death for a reason, because in the Bloomberg article, there is a really small paragraph which kind of lays everything out. And the paragraph says this, in light of the recommendations, butt lifts have, have become less fatal, at least among board certified plastic surgeons. The most recent survey of certified surgeons showed that the mortality rate for butt lifts dropped to one in 15,000 surgeries in 2019 from one in 3,000 surgeries in 2017, putting it at a similar risk level as a tummy tuck. So honestly, I had no clue that the tummy tucks were even that dangerous and people were still getting that procedure done. But I guess any sort of surgery is not completely safe, but still you're going in for a butt lift and you end up dead. And at the same time, you're going in for a tummy tuck and you end up dead. So in my opinion, there is something really wrong with this whole industry right now. So before I go, I just wanted to follow up on Chelsea's situation one year post-surgery. And it's this. She says that she has still not fully recovered. She is still experiencing some sort of burning sensations in her back, stomach, and butt area. She also has nerve damage and suffers from bladder incontinence, which she says has had a negative impact on her social life. 
She So now she sees a therapist weekly to deal with the trauma and the fallout from her butt lift. So in closing, I just want to say this. I wish Chelsea the best in all of her health as she lives her life moving forward. And I also understand that the struggle can be real. Because if you turn on any sort of social media nowadays, there's all these young women out there, you know, they're exercising, they're, they're doing the squats, they're doing the leg thrust and everything else, you know, and they have these cute little bubble butts. I get it. And so now everyone wants one. And if you can't get one, people are willing to pay for it. But in the end, you really just might pay for it. So if you choose to get any sort of procedure like that done, just be careful. Try to find a board certified surgeon because they seem to have like the best outcomes and the best health outcomes, meaning you won't die. So on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned and I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 